Hello, thank you for choosing to listen to Theme Park Films podcast. We are Carla and Holly, two friends from England, who will ride the movies, watch the film and give you our thoughts. You can find us on at Theme Park Films on Twitter. Oh, and just one more thing. If you are driving whilst listening to this podcast, please keep your arms inside the vehicle for the duration of the show. Thank you. Hello and welcome to Theme Park Films Podcast. This episode we will be talking about Toy Story 3. There's two toy, toy Story rides in Orlando. One is in Tomorrowland of the Magic Kingdom, which is Buzz Lightyear's Space Ranger Spin, which opened 7th October 1998, and it replaced the Take Flight Simulator. And there's another Toy Story ride in Hollywood Studios called Midway Mania, which opened on the 31st of May 2008 and replaced Who Wants to Be a Millionaire. So as always, I'm Carla, I'm joined by Holly. Hello. What are your views? Let's do uh, the Buzz Lightyear ride first. So do you remember... What was there before it? Do you remember the Take Flight Simulator ride where you got on? I think it was sponsored by Delta, and you got on, and it took you through what it was like to be on an aeroplane. I do remember it because I've actually just Googled it. Okay. And I loved it. And we're sorry it's gone. I re- Yeah, I really liked it, actually. The Toy Story ride was very... It's forgettable. We're talking about the Buzz Lightyear one now. So I really like this ride, but I I quite like rides where you just know what's going to happen. It's quite safe. It's nice and air conditioned, and it's a it's a good sit down. Get in, and you know you basically just shoot a, a little alien targets to try and defeat, defeat uh, Zerg, isn't it? Is it Zerg? I I have no when idea. Zerg. It, it surely isn't anybody's favourite ride. It's nice for kids. You see a lot of uh, little boys queued up, dressed as uh, Buzz Lightyear, which is quite sweet. Mm. No? Oh, it's fine. <laughs> okay, so... Um, the other ride, what's the other one? So the other one is Midway Mania, which is in Hollywood Studios, which I really can't get used to calling it Hollywood Studios. It will always be MGM. Yeah, it's MGM. Let's just call it MGM. Can we call it MGM? Do you think people are mine? Because I really don't... Why is it called Hollywood Studios? It's in Orlando. I just don't... I don't like this at all. Yeah, it replaced Who Wants to Be a Millionaire, which I really loved. I loved Who Wants to Be a Millionaire. And I, I remember, actually, because you could, you could win. If you won the million, yeah. you could win a Disney cruise. Yeah. One of the questions, and it was... I mean, this person had got to quite a lot of money, actually. And the question was, in... You know, in, in sort of army time, what is 1,800 hours? Got it wrong. Oh, shut up. I remember being in there once with, uh, when I went with my mum, and she managed to fall asleep during it, and they showed her on the screen, and they were like, this lady's fallen asleep. And I had to nudge her. <laughs> 
the ride now is Midway Mania, which is basically another version of the Buzz Lightyear ride. He's just going round and shooting at targets. Fairground setting. Q is like you're walking through Andy's room. I have the app on my phone that, that tells what the wait time is for all of the rides in Disney. And I do I do check them every now and then. Um, just to see what's happening. Tell you now that the wait time is 65 minutes. I mean, that is ludicrous. I mean, what, I mean what's the time there now? Um, it's nearly 10 p.m. here, so it's about 5 p.m. there. Yeah. And it's, you know, January. I mean, it's that's ridiculous. I think we should we can move on to the film. Okay. So we've chosen Toy Story 3 to review. When we did the poll online, this actually came out as people's least favourite Toy Story. Uh, I probably should have excluded the first one and just uh, said, what's your favourite sequel? And it might have got a few more votes because um, I think people just cling to the first one for nostalgia reasons. But it was released in the USA the 18th of June 2010. And we got it a day later on the nine. Oh, sorry, a, a month and a day later on the nineteenth of July, two thousand and ten. Don't really remember seeing it. Like, I mean, I obviously have seen it. I've seen it loads, but I don't remember going to the cinema to see it. I remember. I went. <laughs> I went twice to see it. I won't tell you the showing times. But I went to see it on the opening night in the Odeon Basingstoke. Um, <laughs> And the Odeon Basingstoke, uh, I'm sure you know it, is usually you're the only people in there. And it was, it was the only time I've ever seen more people than staff. It was uh, it was quite a big thing. And then I went and saw it again the following weekend in View Croydon with my mum. And I cried like a baby both times. In fact, I think I cried more the second time just thinking about what was going to happen. So it starts off with Andy getting ready to go to college more or less you have a few bits before that where they're trying to get andy's attention and they're ringing him up with an old mobile phone just to get him to speak to them blah 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 but the upshot is um he's going to college and they overhear andy's mum and i don't normally mention cast members but i really like her andy's mum is laurie Metcalf who played Jackie in Roseanne, and I just think she's really, really funny. But Andy's mum tells Andy he needs to separate his toys to either go to the attic, be donated, or go in the rubbish, etc., etc. And the toys overhear this, and panic ensues. So what are your thoughts initially? I think the first question that really came to my head um, is... I feel concerned for Andy that he's going to college. Andy's going to get beaten up at college. <laughs> I mean, he better hope he's going somewhere, you know, pretty... Pretty liberal. Yeah, or, or somewhere, you know, where it's just full of academics. Um, his room is utterly childish. Yeah. Like, it hasn't changed a bit. I think his sister sums it up, actually. His sister does say to him, why do you still have those toys? Yeah. And I think, thank you, Molly. Very strange to me. Has he never had, like, a girl over or... And said, what, 
What are they? Or a boy, yeah, yeah, it doesn't matter. But you know, yeah. just I just think it's or a friend. Um just anyone. Yeah. Just find that really odd. Also, I would say the fact that Mr. and Mrs. Potato Head pretty much have all of their pieces apart from Mrs. Potato Head's eye, which is still in the room, is yeah. a miracle. Did you have a, a Mr. Potato Head when you were little? No, because I probably would have lost all of it. <laughs> and that leads me on to why would you play with a piggy bank? get it which i think is my favorite ever text i've ever had <laughs> in my life why would you play with a piggy bank a good half an hour completely by myself <laughs> why would you play with a piggy bank so <laughs> that was my initial thought on it and then i think my my second biggest thought from the like the beginning of the film it kind of goes back to how incredibly selfish Woody is. Yeah, I mean, I must admit, and I know you're not going to like this, Woody has always been my favourite throughout the Toy Story films. Always. I always had a soft spot for Woody. But I must admit, in the third one, they did make him pretty nauseating at times. And unbearably self-absorbed. Yeah. Like, Very everything was about him. Yeah. It was, oh, but we need to do this because Andy wants us. And it was, you know, it's just even it was like, oh, I need to go to college for Andy. It was, it was like, oh, you know, the rest of you can sod off. Yeah. You know? As much as I am a Woody fan. <laughs> I, I so basically, they get thrown out accidentally in the rubbish by the mum. Uh, the dustman arrives, which I don't know if you picked up on, but the dustman was played by Sid, who was the horrible child you saw in the first film. He was the bully, and he is now a dustman. I didn't pick that up. He's wearing the same T-shirt, and it's clearly meant to be Sid, which actually I take umbrage with, because I don't think there's anything wrong with becoming a dustman. I think it's a... You're hard-working. It's a noble profession. I don't think there's anything wrong with being a dustman, but that was um, a little nod that... And he's gone to college because he was the good kid. And Sid has become a dustman. What do they call them in America? Not dustman. What are they called? Bin man. Bin man. Do they call them bins? Trash cans? Trash cans? Trash, 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 trash collector? I don't know. Yeah. I Someone don't... let us know. Please let us know what the term is for the, for the men or ladies. Let's not be sexist, guys. Exactly. Or, um, collect your trash please let us know what they're called um and do you know what actually i go back to that every time then i saw sid because we saw him twice yeah um he looked really happy go like like go lucky enjoying himself actually yeah whereas andy's pathetically at home moping about over some toys <laughs> so who won who won in life i don't know well it's debatable certainly it looked like he was having a lovely time it did <laughs> They manage to escape from being collected and they get in a box that is going to Sunnyside Nursery and Andy's mum drops them off. Now, you have a, a problem with Sunnyside as to why there are vending machines in a nursery. I just think that there's 
that vending machine, that nursery doesn't look that big. So we only see two rooms. So fair enough, we might not know about all the other rooms, but it doesn't look, the footprint of that building does not look that big. When, like, he's on, when Woody's on the roof and stuff, we don't see it. It's not, it's not massive. Um, So unless it's attached to, I don't know, like a, a high school or something, but then why would they be in there? I don't know. There cannot be that many staff that people are getting through all of those crisps, snacks, drinks. Yeah, yeah they'd be out of date. Or you know, the, the vending company to come that comes and like does that. Surely we just get to a point where they'd say, "I'm sorry, but you know, I, I made fifty cents last week. I'm not coming." <laughs> I just doesn't I don't get it. I don't, I'm not sure that they'd be allowed to put one in a nursery here, to be honest. I think there might be um, some kind of frown upon that. I'm not even sure you'd allow, be allowed to put it in a nursery. Well, children couldn't have it. No. So, so it's for what, a few, a few parents who come and pick their child up who are in dire need of a snack or the staff members? They, they desperately need a Tootsie Roll. <laughs> yeah. Or a Twinkie. Or a packet of Lay's. I mean. Yeah, I'm trying to name as many American um, sweets as I can. We see Lotso for the first time. I think first impressions are are really wonderful. Mm-hmm. And I think he really just excels from, from there, really. <laughs> the fact that he smells of strawberries, I love. And... My friend did actually buy me and my sister a lot so for our birthday, and he smelt gorgeous. So, I mean, we've pretty much had this debate for the last, well, seven years as to why you like Lotso. I don't think I'm ever going to understand. I adore him that people think of him as a certain way because he, he looks cute, he comes across really lovely. You wouldn't expect him to be evil. And then when you see that other side of him, it, it, I just, I really enjoy it. And initially, you know, if they would have played ball, I'm pretty sure you wouldn't have seen Lotso's evil side. Well, I mean, watching it back, one thing that that did strike me, and I have seen it many times, but I I tried to watch it a little bit more in depth this time. And I did think if they had just have kind of put up with being in, uh, in with the preschoolers, and done their induction, which we all have to do at work. Um, we all have to do something we don't like to get to the next level. Yeah. Was it unreasonable, really, that they that they were asking them to kind of earn their stripes? I'm not so sure it was. I think maybe they were being a bit unreasonable. I completely agree. And they, for some reason, they think they're owed something because they were Andy's toys. Yeah. Well, apart from the fact, and they don't know that obviously we are watching a film on them. Yeah. Apart from that, you know, everyone had a everyone had an owner. You know, everyone yeah. had someone, but mm-hmm. they for some reason think they're so much more important because they're Andy's toys. And I do think that they pushed lots. So, uh, yeah, I mean, I, I'm not, I, I, I'm not justifying lots. So, but I do think that they did maybe expect a little bit too much um, off the bat, that they didn't want to earn their stripes, as it were. But my my highlight was when we were introduced to Ken for the first time. 
who I think is the best character they've ever introduced in a Toy Story. And we've now got a Barbie in it, thanks to Molly donating her Barbie doll. She was supposed to be, the Barbie was supposed to be in the first film, and uh, I believe it's Mattel that owned Barbie, wouldn't give Toy Story or Pixar the right to Barbie, so she didn't appear in it. Oh. Um, but then when they saw how big the film was, she did appear in the second and the third film. So um, I just think it was a genius touch that they had Ken in there. And he just was a joy. Oh, the details of it again, you know, his house is glorious. Yeah. Um, if I was Barbie, I would have definitely gone to live with him and stayed. And again, I like it that, that Ken had a bit of an evil side. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, Ken wasn't all of a good guy at all was he i mean in the end and then he kind of did the right thing but in the beginning he was team lotto exactly and he was part of them kidnapping buzz yeah so we jumped the gun a bit so basically and then woody escapes to try to get back to andy and he ends up in a little girl's satchel called bonnie and ends up back at her house i loved bonnie yeah I think she's gorgeous and I actually again I think it goes back to how how annoying Woody is is that he gets given a really good thing I mean Mr Pricklepants was lovely yeah like I would they were love they were just lovely that you know they didn't take it too seriously either you know they were like oh we're doing improv today (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> you know like Woody took it so seriously the peas were gorgeous yep. and are really really cute and I just think it's strange that he wanted to leave them they were so nice to him yeah I mean he'd, he'd been given a second chance and he was just blinded by this obsession with going with Andy but I'm not really sure what you thought would happen. I mean, you know, even if we overlook the fact that it's very weird that a 17-year-old boy wants to take um, his cowboy doll with him, even if we overlook that, Woody would only be sitting on a shelf at best. With no one to talk to. No one to talk to. No one's going to know he can come to life because there's not going to be any other toys there. And all of Woody's motivation in every other film has been that he wants to be played with. Well, that's never going to happen at college, is it? Or, Uh, yeah, it might, you know, it might get weird. (laughs) So I don't really understand why why he would want to leave Bonnie's, because it seems like everyone's a winner from his eyes. He doesn't know that they're having a bad time. That's sunny side. Yeah, he thinks that's happy. Yeah. So, no issue. Exactly. In the meantime, Buzz is being tied to a chair by Ken and Lotso and various other toys. What do they do? They reset him or something? Yeah, and I think the true true evil one there, actually, is the bookworm. He he just seemed very evil. He was a little bit, yeah, a little bit of a psycho look, the way he came out with that instruction man. Um, So they reset Buzz, and he now thinks, he he goes back to how he was in the first film. He thinks he's a space ranger. Uh, And I don't remember who said it, but I've written it down here, and it did make me laugh. 
when some one of the one of Woody's toys said that Lotso was just um, a furry air freshener. <laughs> In the meantime, you see that Woody finds out they're having a tough time, and obviously he heads back to try and save them. Flashback again, Barbie is wooing Ken. Isn't it? Possibly the funniest scene ever. Ken modelling his various clothes. She manages, she ties him up and they get past and they manage to put him into Spanish mode, which is probably the second funniest scene ever. <laughs> when the pigeon starts eating Mr. Potato Head. <laughs> when he's the tortilla. I mean, lucky that someone just had a spare rat hanging around. I did wonder about that. Where did they get the rat? Like, if somebody came to school, to a preschool, with an unfilled rat, someone needs to call social services. (laughs) Bart gets hit on the head, comes back from not being Spanish anymore, and they all end up in the rubbish where Sid again takes them to I don't know what you, what you would call it in America dump landfill what is it yeah I guess it's a landfill but did you notice also when they were obviously getting picked up in there um, and someone threw a TV away I didn't notice because they nearly get hit by oh, okay. Woody and um, not Woody Buzz and the the girl, what's her name? Jessie. Jessie. They nearly get hit by a TV, and I just thought, this is, I don't know if that should be just getting chucked in the rubbish like that. <laughs> I just found it very strange. Yeah, uh, it's a good point. So basically, they all end up on the conveyor belt other than uh, Ken and Barbie, which they stayed at Sunnyside, and the little aliens, Martians, they run off somewhere else. But the rest of them are on a conveyor belt, about to plunge to certain death. We have Lotso struggling to escape, and Woody saves him. And then Lotso does the unthinkable. And, and leaves them. And you you cheer at this point, or...? I just think, you know, it's just... I It, would, it could have been so easy where he'd have pressed it and been like... Oh, I'm going to save you. I just thought it was just funny. I really did. (laughs) I just, I I sort of was like, oh, good. You know, like, it's not like he hasn't had his moment where he sits there and goes, oh, I was so horrible to you. I'm so sorry. Thank you. You know, he hasn't changed him. He's still him. That's what I liked. I mean, it's quite dark, isn't it, this scene? They head towards an incinerator. (laughs) Yeah. Which I do think, actually, that, I mean, they, they are still quite close to that fire. They probably yeah, would have melted. Well, this is the thing. So I've, I've read that the reason Bo Peep was written out of this was because she wouldn't have been able to sustain the, the heat of the incinerator. And that's the reason that Barbie and Ken had to stay at Sunnyside, because they would have melted. But I'm fairly certain Buzz would have melted. Yeah, and Woody. Woody, the face. Yeah. You know, the hands. There's, there's quite, you know, just because they're not made entirely of plastic, there's 
quite a lot of plastic on on all of them. Yeah, there is. The pig would have exploded. Yeah, the dinosaur's uh, plastic. Yeah, so um, yeah, so it's, it's a little unrealistic because they were very very close. Yeah, they were. And I think there could have been an element more, you know, where we could have had a story where one of them did get slightly melted, um, but they survived and they went to go and live with, you know, maybe they do something where Andy left him in the box because he was like, oh, that needs to go in the bin. You know, not a main character, like like the dinosaur. Bonnie reaches in and goes, sort of, that becomes her favourite. Yeah. And a bit more of a thing of, you know, looks don't mean everything. I like it. Giving a message. Yeah. I mean, I when I first saw this, um, obviously there was the internet, but I don't think it was as big with Twitter and everything now. So I genuinely, all I knew was that you were supposed to cry at the end. And I truly did think they were going to kill them off. Did you ever think they were going to die or were you not that gullible? No, I wasn't that gullible. Just me. Yeah. And I think the way they got out of it was actually very, very clever writing with the claw and the Martians saved them. Yeah. And then we had Mr. Potato Head that could finally say, you saved our lives, we are eternally grateful. Which is, of course, the running joke of Toy Story 2. And they kept saying that to him. And then we see Lotso end up on the front of a truck. Yeah, and that was weird, because actually when that man picked him up, he properly sniffed him. Yeah. But, like, really buried his head into him, and I just thought, ugh, like, yeah, he's <laughs> grubby. Yeah, I mean, yeah, they're at a dump. Yeah. I get what, why is he sniffing this <laughs> dirty toy? <laughs> exactly. We're full of mange. We just don't know. <laughs> I didn't think it was a fitting enough ending. Obviously, it's Toy Story. I guess they can't kill someone or kill a toy or whatever. But I just didn't feel it was that big a punishment. Going around on a truck. Yeah, like, would would Lotso care? I don't know. Yeah, I don't think he would, to be honest. So that was a little bit disappointing. For me, only. Well, no, probably for the nation. Mm. Just not you and your sister. Um... Okay, so then they, they, they managed to get back to Andy's via um, the dustman, lorry. They go get in the box ready for the attic. And then, surprise, surprise, Woody changes it and puts Bonnie's address on it. So Andy delivers them to Bonnie instead, which is quite clever. What clever that uh, a toy can write. Yeah. That's probably the, the most impressive thing he's done, considering <laughs> he's managed to do quite a lot. <laughs> the three films yeah i mean this was where i just couldn't control the tears i and even when i watched it again this time i was in absolute floods as andy finds woody in the box doesn't want to give him up and then gives him away and it's just it's just too much it's just too much I did, you know, I'm not, I'm not really an emotional person. Woody annoyed me and stuff. But I did, I have to say, I did in my, you know, I did make some notes and I did say it is a bit emotional. So even, even tugged at my heartstrings. And in a way, it was the, the perfect end. And it concerns me that they're making a Toy Story 4. Because I think it was wonderfully rounded up. 
what they they are making it or yeah they are making it yeah like leave it where it is i think they've been extremely lucky toy stories they've managed to come up with three films that are pretty much all of the same standard i think they're pushing it with a fourth i can't see what more we can get from the toys apart from what that they're very tatty and they are going to go to the bin you know, maybe maybe a classic toy like Woody or Jesse is timeless, but probably Buzz Lightyear to a child now, if he wasn't in a Toy Story film, would probably be quite an old-fashioned toy. Yeah. Would kids want that toy that just sort of bleeps a little light when you press it? And, you know, I mean, even when you go around the, the Disney parks now, pretty much 90% of what they're selling, or it seems like 90%, are phone cases iPhone cases, you know, they're not toys. Yeah. They're a lot more savvy now. Yeah, like, you know, one or two, but they're not going to want some of the stuff, like Mr. and Mrs. Potato Head. Yeah. They're not needed. It almost needs to needed to have ended then on a happy note, because realistically, I'm not sure that these toys would, anyone would want them anymore. I don't know if I've ever seen it before, but at the very end, when the t- all the toys are in um, in Bonnie's, and mm. when the little peas are in Mr. Potato Head. Yeah. It's just so cute. She had very nice toys. Apart from that clown, actually, Chuckles. I didn't really understand how Chuckles got into with Bonnie when the baby and Lotso had ended up in Sunnyside. Unless she took him home. Why would she take him? <laughs> I know looks aren't everything. <laughs> You'd rather have Lotso. Well, from a child's point of view, yes, because she doesn't know he's horrible. You yeah. know, because he's none just of them... misunderstood. Well, no, no, he is horrible. <laughs> But she doesn't know that because she doesn't ever see them when they're alive or whatever. She just sees them when they're laying there. So if you've got the choice of, I mean, obviously you wouldn't choose the hideous baby. I get that. But maybe you would choose Lotso over that clown. I just don't know what the clown was doing in her house. And I actually said, I I actually remember this. I did write a note of this. And I said, when we obviously hear Lotso's story and stuff, I just was like, the incompetence of those parents for leaving her three favourite toys. I mean, it's ridiculous. Okay, so on Twitter, where you can find us at Theme Park Films, um, we did ask uh, some people to sum up Toy Story 3 in, in five words. So uh, we've had a few entries. I only put it on last night, so... Apologies if you didn't get to uh, submit yours. You know what I like podcast at YKWIL podcast. Said heartbreaking and also beautifully complete, which I would agree with. At Ian Baxter 55, who is known for being part of the Colombo TV um, hashtag. Please check that out says, yeah, yeah, I've actually seen it. Um, he hasn't seen many films, but Jill Baxter, five, said, Grown Andy Loses Toys Adventure. Anyone that wants to give an opinion on the forthcoming film, um, if you tweet us, we will give you a shout-out. So thank you very much to the people that did get in touch last night. Is there anything you would like to add? 
No, I don't think no, I so. No? No. <laughs> okay. We're going to end it on a high. So thank you uh, very, very much for listening. We will see you soon. Bye. Bye. Theme Park Films podcast is part of Brit Pod Scene, a network of uniquely British podcasts that's always growing. Check out BritPodScene.com or follow BritPodScene on Twitter to find out more. Oh.